Have you noticed that a lot of the times when people are doing New Year's hype, they talk about coming into the new year, what is it, coming in hot or or whatever those phrases are. And, you know, I understand what they're trying to say, but we also need to be careful because we as Christians are in an upside down kingdom. And so if we want to be first, you know what Jesus says we have to do and be right. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're continuing our series uh, in where we're asking in which we're asking the question, where is your head? And today we are talking about humility. We're talking about humility and it's not as easy to achieve as you may think. But I wanted to just um, put some thoughts in your head today and give you some food for thought, some things to think on um, in, in, in your attempt to to be a humble person and have the, a humble mindset, because that is the pathway of blessing, uh, not pushing in and kicking the door in and that sort of thing. It's, that's not the way. It's not the way. So stay tuned. I'm your host, Dr. Georgia Pointer. This is the Encouragement Outpost podcast. And thank you so much for your time and attention. Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Encouragement Outpost podcast. I beg your indulgence as I drive to work and post this. I am thinking of the passage in Philippians chapter 2 that talks about the humility of Christ. It says, let this mind be in you, which also was in Christ, who humbled himself taking on the form of a servant and he did not consider eternity something to be grasped maybe it's not eternity it was something he did not he did not take his kingship the authority the the position that he had in heaven he did not consider it something to be grasped in other words words he did not white knuckle it when when the father sent him to be the savior of the world. And so today I want to talk about the importance of having a humble mind, a mind of humility. You know, humility is something that we like to talk about because we know it's beautiful when we see it, but oftentimes it's elusive to us because if we're honest, we don't mind being humble if it's, if there's something that we don't really care whether we have or not, but it's when we're called upon to let go of something like the last word or appearing to be right or something like that, that we have an issue in humbling ourselves. But humility is an essential mindset to have going into this new year because humility recognizes recognizes that there is someone capital S someone who knows better than we do and that we cannot always lean on our own understanding and what makes sense to us. Obedience is humility because obedience means that we are doing something that we've been commanded to do by God himself even if it doesn't make sense to us and even if it's not something we necessarily want to do. So the question that we've been answering is, where is your head? Coming into this new year, 
facing a whole year of days, what kind of mindset do you have? We've talked about different uh, things already, but today we're asking, do you have the, the mindset of humility? Scripture says that we have been given the mind of Christ. So are you operating in the mind of Christ? Are you walking and and doing relationships with the mindset of humility that says, I'm going to defer to someone else. I'm not going to insist on my own quote unquote rights. I'm not going to, I'm not going to insist on always having my way. I'm not going to insist on always, um, thinking that, that, that I'm right and that the other person is wrong. I'm willing to consider the feelings and the opinions of someone else, the input of someone else. Now, whenever, whenever someone talks like this, there is always the risk of misunderstanding and, and, and over application. You do not hear me saying that humility means that you are to be a doormat. Jesus was not a doormat. Okay. He spoke truth when it needs to be spoken, right? He did it in in humility. He did it in the authority that he had to speak the truth. But he also humbled himself and allowed himself to be put upon the cross for us. And sometimes you have to take, uh, you have to take a back seat sometimes. Even if you know that someone else is making a, a mistake, you know, even if you know that things are going to come out just like you said that they would, y'all, that's a hard thing, isn't it? That's a hard thing, especially when you know that their poor choices are going to mean more work for you, or it means that something is going to have to, you know, that you're going to have to take a loss in some sort of way when, when it could have been prevented had they just listened to you. I'm thinking about Joshua and Caleb in the Old Testament. If you know the story, <laughs> you know that God sent them into the promised land, sent the, sent the spies into the, the, the promised land, 12 spies. And uh, I believe it's in numbers. And, and, it's, and 10 of the spies came back with a bad report. And Joshua and Caleb said, oh, no, 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 no. God has given us this land. Listen, let's go in. God's going to be with us. He's going to give us what we need. Yeah, we're outnumbered and all that, but we have God on our side. But the people listened to the 10. And God, in his great wrath, said, you're not going to you're not going to enter my rest. You're not going to go into the promised land. You're not going to go into the promised land. And if you remember the story, they said, "Oh, oh, 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 we're so sorry. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, let's go." God said, "No, too late. Too late." Those of you who are who are who are of a certain age will die in the wilderness. You're going to wander the desert for 40 years. Well, guess what? Joshua and Caleb had to wander the wander just like everybody else. It seems so unfair, doesn't it? They had to wander 40 years just like everybody else, even though they had enough faith to believe what God said. Friends, that took a lot of humility. Yes, it did. I wonder about their mindset having to suffer like that because of the lack of faith 
of the other 10 spies. But if you if you go ahead, it doesn't say too much about uh, Caleb, I don't believe. But Joshua, at the end of it, he was like, let's go. Let's go. He was like, I got the same strength I had before... <laughs> I got the same strength I had before all this 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 wilderness uh, warning happened. He was ready to go and take possession of the land. Friend, you've got to have that mindset that says, you know what? I'm going to humble myself. I'm going to I'm going to take a loss right now because I know my God is faithful. God knew. God knew what he had prepared for them. And not even the rebellion of the Israelites was able to take away the inheritance that God had planned for Joshua and Caleb. You got to have that kind of faith. And see, when you're looking at things that way, then you can humble yourself. But see, if you feel like somehow you're going to not get what's yours, then pride is going to flare up. And anger and bitterness and resentment and those kinds of things and the rolling of the eyes and the talking behind the back and, and always bringing up that mistake. You, you, you see, humility won't let you do that. Humility says God is still in control. And so I'm going to walk this road even though it is the monster of somebody else's making. I know my Redeemer lives and that he is going to do right by me. So friend, say what needs to be said when the time is right, express what you believe needs to happen, but then you need to leave the results with God and the consequences with the person who chooses the poor path instead of the wise path. Joshua and Caleb were of the age that where they should have died in the wilderness, but God had a caveat. He said, oh no. He says, Joshua and Caleb, they, everybody else going to die in the wilderness that's of a certain age, except Joshua and Caleb. God knows where you are, my friend, and, and God has the amazing ability of precision. Uh, one, of the, one of the Psalms says, though 10,000 may fall all around me at my side, the Lord is going to preserve me. Okay? God has perfect aim, my friend. He knows exactly where you are, and he knows how to pinpoint a blessing for you. Yes, he does. So don't you worry. You may have to work longer hours because you may have to suffer the consequences for somebody else's poor choices. But I'm a living witness. I can tell you that God knows how to restore the years the locusts have eaten. So... Enter this year, my friend, with a, with a humble mindset that says, I know God knows where I am. I know God understands everything, all the things that other people will not listen to. I know God understands and he sees. And you know what? One last thing before I close. You don't always have to understand why God is allowing certain things to happen you can rest in the assurance knowing that God knows okay it's like being in a car with God you don't know where he's taking you 
this unfamiliar territory. We ain't never been down this street before. We've never been in this part of the world before. But you can still sit back and relax. Even though you're going through bumpy roads, potholes, hitting potholes left and right. You're going through dangerous neighborhoods and all that kind of other stuff, figuratively speaking. But the driver, God himself, knows what your destination is. He knows where he's going. He understands. He knows, he knows why he's taking you the scenic route. And so you can have perfect peace knowing that the one who is behind the wheel has your best interest at heart. And so you can even rejoice in the wilderness season because you know that God has better things up ahead for you. If you have been encouraged by today's episode, I want to encourage you to pass it on to somebody else. Maybe you know someone who's going through a hard time. Maybe you know somebody who is frustrated because the authority figures in their lives are not making good choices that are in their best interest. Maybe you know somebody who really just has no idea what in the world God is doing. And maybe they're tempted to lose their faith. Passes on to them and give them some encouragement. Um, because I am driving, I will not be reading an excerpt <laughs> from my book today, but I do still want to mention my new devotional book. If you want to grow in your faith, I really do encourage you, my friend, to purchase a copy of my new devotional book. It's called Think on These Things, 90 Encouraging Meditations for Spiritual Growth. Uh, I mentioned to you already that several people have told me that it's amazing how they pick up the devotional and the and the next entry that they read is exactly what they need. Only God, only the Spirit of God does that. You know, it's 90 days, but that doesn't mean you have to read it in 90 days. It doesn't mean you have to read it, read it in 90 consecutive days. But I just encourage you to purchase a copy and keep it in your bathroom or by your bed and trust God to allow you to read what you need to read when you need to read it and allow him to minister to you in that way and also allow me the privilege the absolute privilege of being able to encourage you in your walk with the Lord so God bless you my friends have a wonderful day and we will see you next time as we continue to answer the question where is your head in the new year be blessed bye